Hello and welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Please, please, please watch, if you haven't already, The Social Dilemma with Your Kids. The Social Dilemma is a Netflix documentary that was released a few weeks ago, and the film looks at the rise of social media and the damage it's done to our society. It covers a lot of different things. It talks about how these platforms, these social media platforms, use people for financial gain, how they're designed to be addictive. It gets into its use in in politics, how it can spread conspiracy theories. But the reason I really wanted to bring it up in this podcast for parents is that it dives into social media's rise and the impact it's had on people's mental health. And specifically, they go into the impact that social media has on the mental health of adolescents. So please watch this with your kids. With your kids. And I get it. I'm asking you to watch media that will talk about how media can be really bad for us. Sometimes. And I say sometimes because not all media usage is bad. I definitely consider the time spent watching this with your kids well worth it. Okay. So why watch it with your kids? Here's why. When I meet with young people, they often say their parents are overreacting about their device usage or social media usage. They say things like, their parents just don't get it. They're too old. They have no clue what they're talking about when it comes to discussing social media. Okay, well then, let's roll with the resistance. Let's take that as a fact. You all who are listening to this, you don't get it. You're overreacting. And you have no clue about social media. Got it. Cool. But if your child is willing to watch this, They'll then be put into a position where they'll have to ask themselves, do the people who actually made social media have a clue? Do they know what they're talking about? I hope your child thinks that they do. I'm optimistic about your child while watching this won't say something like, what does he know? Because the answer is, he knows it all. He built the dang thing. And this is what makes the documentary so great. The information provided, the people they talk to, are former engineers, directors, inventors, developers, the presidents of these social media platforms, the platforms that our youth are using. They interview high-ranking employees of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Google, YouTube, and many of the other platforms. And yes, they are past employees little interesting tidbit about that. Most left their positions due to ethical concerns. And these people, these experts, they do such a good job of explaining how social media works. It's so well done. This film can help educate your child about social media. I get it. Screens are pervasive. But it's essential that our youth become more aware of how it all works. The design of things. And it truly is an education. My experience, I found that young people are very interested in facts, research, data. They're not, however, 
all that interested in their parents and other adults' opinions. So my hope is this documentary will help to educate your child on just how social media works. Okay, what else? Throughout, there's this uh, fictional side story of a family that's going through their own difficulties, their own addiction to social media. I think that helps to make sense of things. And you as a parent may connect with the issues that the family in this film is facing. Addressing maybe the obvious thing, you may be sitting there saying, I don't have Netflix. That's okay. You can sign up for a free 30-day trial. That's what I did so I could watch it. It took me like eight hours to watch it because I was pausing it constantly and and writing things down. It's so good, I promise you. And the young people that I've talked to that have watched it, they thought it was well done. They learned a lot. They now look at social media differently. Full disclosure, many of them think it was a little over the top at times. But for the most part, the majority of the film really connected with them. To motivate you, to to entice you to sit down with your child or children and watch this, I'm going to share some of the quotes that really stuck out to me. And remember, these words are taken from those people that made social media. Okay, here goes. First quote. No one got upset when bicycles showed up, right? If everyone's starting to go around on bicycles, no one said, oh my God, we've just ruined society. Like, bicycles are affecting people. They're pulling people away from their kids. They're ruining the fabric of democracy. People can't tell what's true. We never said any of that about a bicycle. If something is a tool, it generally is just sitting there waiting patiently. If something is not a tool, it's demanding things from you. It's seducing you. It's manipulating you. It wants things from you. And we've moved from having a tool-based technology environment to an addiction and manipulation-based technology environment. Social media is not a tool. It has its own goals and its own means of pursuing them. Next quote. Never before in history have 50 designers, 20 to 35-year-old white guys in California, made decisions that would have an impact on 2 billion people. 2 billion people will have thoughts that they didn't intend to have because a designer at Google said, this is how notifications work on that screen that you wake up to in the morning. By the way, two previous quotes come from somebody who was super high up at Google who helped to create Gmail. Okay, next quote. If you are not paying for the product, then you are the product. Then one of the people says, we are the product. Our attention is the product being sold to advertisers. Then they go to this other expert who says, well, that's a little too simplistic. It's actually the gradual, slight, imperceptible change in your own behavior and perception that is the product. Changing what you do, how you think, who you are. It's a gradual change. It's slight. Next quote. They know when people are lonely. They know when people are depressed. 
They know when people are looking at photos of their ex-romantic partners. They know what you're doing late at night. They know the entire thing. They know whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. What kind of neuroses you have. What your personality type is like. Next quote. A lot of people have the misconception that it's our data that's being sold. It's not actually what's going on. It's about what do they do with that data. They build models that predict our actions. And whoever has the best model wins. They take all the data from what we do with our devices, build an avatar of you, and then predict what you'll be into, what you'll watch. Click on. Next quote. I want to dig down deep into the brainstem and implant inside of you an unconscious habit so that you are being programmed at a deeper level so you don't even realize it. End of quote. The former vice president of growth at Facebook said this. So we want to psychologically figure out how to manipulate you as fast as possible and then give you back that dopamine hit. We did that brilliantly at Facebook. Instagram's done it. WhatsApp has done it. Snapchat has done it. Twitter has done it. Next quote. There are only two industries that call their customers users. Illegal drugs and software. Next quote. This one really stuck out to me. That same former vice president of growth at Facebook said this. All the hearts, likes, thumbs ups, follows. We are conflating that with value and conflating it with truth. When it's really fake, brittle popularity that's short term and that leaves you even more and admit it, vacant and empty before you did it. Next quote. We are training a generation of people that when we are uncomfortable, lonely, uncertain, or afraid, we have a digital pacifier for ourselves. Here's something incredible they share. Okay. Cosmetic procedures are becoming so popular with teens, plastic surgeons have coined a new syndrome for it. Snapchat dysmorphia. With young patients wanting surgery so they can look more like they do in filtered selfies. Then there's a social psychologist who jumps in at about the 40-minute mark to talk about social media's impact on adolescent mental health. He starts by pointing out the huge increase in depression and anxiety for American teenagers since 2011 to 2013. He shares statistics on how hospitalizations due to self-harm, well, it was pretty steady. The numbers were up until 2011, 2012. But after 2011, 2012, these hospitalizations are up 62%. For older teen girls, and get this, they're up 189% for preteen girls. And since 2011, suicide is up 70% for 15 to 19 year olds. And it's up 151% for 10 to 14 year olds. I'm not big on scare tactics. But I am big on what statistics tell us. So I hope that's enough to encourage, motivate, entice you to watch this with your child. 
the part that really focuses on parenting and, and adolescent mental health is about 10 minutes long. And it starts at the 35-minute mark. The whole documentary is about an hour and a half. And after the first hour, the, the focus really turns more into social media's impact on political polarization, fake news, spread of conspiracy theories. So if listening to that isn't your thing, cool, fine. But please, please watch that first hour. It really is a powerful film. And I see it as a great opportunity, a great opportunity to sit down with your child and watch something together. And you don't need to make the noise like, "Mm mm-hmm, like look at them, you know, certain parts. Just sit there, just watch it with them. Allow the film to educate them. Because ultimately, it's going to be up to them to decide what they want to do with that information, with that education. And to bring in this podcast, little podcast plug, maybe, just maybe, your children, the rest of your family will be open to those three simple things every family can do to limit screen time. The three things that I mentioned in episode four of this season the three things that every family can do to limit screen time, those being having screen-free zones, screen-free activities, and setting a screen curfew for the entire family. Maybe, just maybe, after watching this film, your children, your family will be more open to those things. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number four, parents.com. Thanks again.